recording. Welcome back. Episode three. I'm Sam Finlay. Sitting across from me is... Simon Quinn, also known as Quinny. Super excited for episode three. Quinlay show. We made it. Another week. Another episode. We started this podcast on a Saturday night. Just, you know, wanted to do it. And here we are three weeks later. The listeners are, you know, wanting more every week. We're getting questions sent into us. Exactly, those two questions coming in strong, it's good. We've got a big packed show, as always, for our listeners today. We're going to be talking NBA, NBL, a bit of NFL. We're actually going to be talking about our favorite video games as well, SQ. And then we'll, of course, have some quick questions, some bold predictions, and we've got a listener question or some listener mail. So let's begin with some NBA. And we want to talk about... Our surprises thus far throughout the season, it's you know only just sort of begun. It's starting to pick up a little bit now. Certain teams are getting on some rolls, finding their grooves, the Lakers for one. But that's not what we want to talk about. We want to talk about surprises. You know, the Lakers, we kind of all thought that they were going to do reasonably well. So that's not really a surprise. But Quinny, what's a surprise for the season so far that you've got for me? Yeah, so again, like you said, it's been heaps of surprises this year and I'm going with a team from the West. I also picked a team from the East, but I've got to focus with the team from the West for the time being. And I've gone with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Nice. So I went with the Timberwolves just simply because they're 7-4 and four right now, which I did not expect that at all. They're tied fifth in the Western Conference. Andrew Wiggins, Kyrie Anthony Towns, they're finally kind of putting it together. So again, like insane talking about Wiggins, many people will call him selfish. He was a bit of a bust, uh, not trying during games. Carl um, Anthony Towns was considered soft, not a good defender. Doesn't have that competitive streak. As we all know from last season, Jimmy Butler spoke about this quite thoroughly about how these two guys just didn't try, didn't want it, and he just wasn't happy with them. And then he pretty much forced his way out, so he didn't like playing with them. But in saying that, complete change this season. Currently, Wiggins is averaging 25 points, 5 rebounds, and 3 assists, 21.12 per, which is pretty good per game. He had 38-7 and seven today. He shot 52% from the field. Has Wiggins finally figured it out? That's my question. I mean, it looks like he has so far. I mean, as you said, he had 30 today, 7-8 and eight as well. But if you look at his last few games as well, against the Pistons, 33 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists. Then against Denver, he had 25 points, four rebounds, five assists. Then against Golden State, he had a 40-piece. He had five rebounds, seven assists. And then the previous game before that one against Memphis, he had another 30 points. He had only two rebounds in that game, but he had six assists. Wiggins Island, some people say, but he's doing well on that island right now because he's putting up numbers. The Timberwolves are playing reasonably well, probably a lot better than most people would have thought. And they're building a bit of chemistry. You know, this is a player who, coming into the draft, he was touted to be the next big thing. He was going to be, you know, this almost LeBron-like player, you know, different style of player, but he had that same sort of uh, media attention and people were very excited to see what he could do in the NBA and he really hasn't lived up to that so far. He's always been a capable scorer. He's shown flashes of that. But now he's finally starting to put games together. 
you know, previous seasons he'd have a big game, then he'd come out and, you know, have 10 points or, you know, eight points and just really didn't look good. But this season so far, and like you sort of said, he's putting points up not only, you know, well, not only points, but he's putting rebounds, assists, his PER is decent. And I'm actually pretty sold so far. I like what I see from Andrew Wiggins. Of course, Cat, Carl Anthony Towns, he's a beast. And I'm really liking this Minnesota Timberwolves team as well. I just wanted to say, big um, Carl Towns at the moment, 25 points a game, 12 rebounds, 4 assists, 28.86 PER. That's pretty good for a center in the NBA. So that's my pick. That was my very surprise. It's obviously early days, but do you think this Timberwolves team is going to make the playoffs? Honestly, if they keep playing the way that they're playing, I don't see why they can't. They're putting up numbers. They're playing well. They seem to be a lot more competitive now. Uh, Big Cat seems to be kind of, you know, throwing his body around a bit more now. So I think he's kind of getting rid of that soft kind of image. Yeah, I mean, look, he's already been in two scuffles. Joel Embiid and him went at it a few games ago. And then today, he had a heated exchange with Rudy Gay. So he's really proving that he is a tough player in the league. And obviously, his stats back that because, you know, he's an all-star. We all know that. We expect him to be good, but we also don't necessarily expect the Timberwolves to be good, but they have proven to be thus far. Exactly. So, that's my NBA surprise so far. How about you? I like it. Well, I'm going to stick in the West as well, and I'm going to go with the Phoenix Suns. Now, this is a team that previous years, they haven't done all that well. And they have come out and looked pretty good. Uh, you know, currently six and four, led by uh, Devin Booker. He's playing extremely well. He's scoring the ball as he should. But I think it comes, what comes, you know, to me as a bit of a surprise has been his game has been elevated by having someone like Ricky Rubio in that team because now he doesn't have to play the point at all really especially when Rubio is on the floor Rubio is the perfect player for him because Booker can just do what he does and that's score you know that's that's really what you're getting from him Rubio can run the offense offense can go through him and then most interestingly they've been great since Aiden has been out since Aiden's been out Aaron Baines the Aussie has stepped up and he's been great he's shooting the ball at like 60% and you know you, you expect that because he's shooting around the rim but he's giving energy. Obviously, his time and his minutes played isn't sustainable because he's playing volume minutes because he has to, because Aiden isn't around. It will be interesting to see what happens when Aiden does come back because you know right now, Baines is averaging 24 minutes a game. And I don't know whether he can do that for you know too many games. You probably want to see him down at the 15-minute mark because you know he's one of those guys that comes in and plays with energy. It's a bit hard to do that when you're playing that many minutes, especially when he bangs bodies like he does. But yeah, this Suns team, they're exciting. They're fun to watch. They're a league pass team, I believe. You know, if they're on league pass, it's a close game. I'm flicking over and, and watching them. So Phoenix Suns, for me, in the West, they're a team that have surprised me. I wouldn't have thought they'd be doing this well. Well, there you go. And also, you forgot to mention, he's in the 50-50-90 club at the moment. So 50% from field goals, 55% from three-point percentage, and 93 overall. So he's done quite well. He's in that 50-50-90 level. That's what you want. That's pretty consistent. That's like Steph Curry-like. Yeah, and I think he, like we sort of spoke about, uh, Carl Anthony Towns, who was an all-star last year, I think Devin Booker is going to be an all-star this season as well. A lot was made uh, about him in the... Uh, preseason 
about those pickup games when he was he got annoyed when he was doubled and the, you know a lot of the media talked about like you know he he really should just it's a pickup game you should you should just deal with that and that's you know because he's going to face doubles in the game but look you know double him or not in a in the preseason scrimmage doesn't matter because he's come out and he's really dominated thus far this season and the Suns are looking pretty good I don't think they're going to make the playoffs I still think they have a long way to go but they're exciting so far and they're they're a team that I want to watch So let's, uh, we've looked at the NBA sizzle. We've had a bit of a break. Now let's think about the NBL. How about RJ Hampton? Talk to me about that injection that happened a few nights ago, literally four minutes into the game. He was, in, he was ejected. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Is that like the quickest time anyone's been ejected ever? Four minutes. You know, it, it wouldn't surprise me. You don't usually see ejections in the NBL. They're very rare. Even tech fouls aren't thrown out nearly as frequently as they are in the NBA. But yeah, RJ Hampton ejected against Southeast Melbourne Mad- uh, Melbourne Phoenix, I should say. Uh, after a hard screen on Ben Madgen, he went down and then received two technical fouls following a scuffle. Now, after the game, he was asked about this and he said, and I quote, I don't really regret it. I regret it for my team because I let my team down. I should have been in the game, but it is for the way I handled myself. I'm not going to let nobody disrespect me so my question to you about this whole situation is he's obviously a very young player he's pushing to rise his draft stock raise his draft stock i should say does this show toughness or immaturity i think it i honestly think it shows a bit of both i'm going to lean with a bit of both so maturity and you know the fact that he's just you know showing that he's not going to let anybody push him around like that. So I reckon, yeah, I'm glad that he stood up for himself and, you know, he's not going to get disrespected. That's good. He's going against bigger players in the NBL. So I honestly think, you know, he's doing what he can to show that he's he belongs there. But again, in saying that, like you said, he's 18 years old. Sometimes you just got to make sure you don't get too heated and kind of just play because like he said, he did hurt his team a bit because he was obviously only in there for four minutes. And leading up to that game, I think he was averaging about 14 points a game. So he's starting to kind of get a rhythm. And then he gets ejected in the first four minutes. Yeah, I so agree. So I think it's a bit of both. And I'm and I'm, like I said, I'm just glad that he's kind of, you know, he's not going to let bigger dudes push him around. I respect that. And I like how he's, you know, stand up for himself. It's cool. Yeah, I like it as well. I think you have to show a bit of toughness, especially being a young guy. Because being a young guy in the league, especially like the NBL, when, you know, he's a, a player that's trying to play in the NBA a lot of players in the NBL will never play in the league will never play in America so when they see someone like that they don't want to be disrespected and they want to sort of assert their dominance because you know he's a young guy he's a kid but I really liked that he didn't back down at all you know he obviously set a hard screen and then he didn't back down from anyone sort of coming at him he probably took it a little bit too far especially being ejected. And as you said, that hurt his team. They ended up losing that game. So, you know, that's one thing. But I liked it. And he has been impressive for me thus far this season. It'll be interesting to see where he falls in the draft. Obviously, we talked about it last week. LaMelo Ball is being talked about, potentially the number one pick. RJ Hampton, where will he fall? Will he be a, a number one, two, three, four, five? Will he be a lottery pick? You know, I think he will be in the lottery, but... Yeah, it'll be interesting to see the rest of the season and how it unfolds. Definitely, I agree. So, 
We'll be looking at basketball now. So I want to go a bit to the NFL. As you know, we love talking about the NFL. Never gets old for us. This one I'm very interested to know because this is very close to uh, Sizzle's heart. As you, If you don't know him, he's a diehard uh, Kansas City Chiefs fan. He kind of jumped on the bandwagon a bit because, you know, he wasn't really following a club. And then he kind of <laughs> asked me, oh, Quinn, should I go for the Panthers or should I go for Kansas City? I was like, you know what, Sizzle? They're a younger uh, team. You should go for the Chiefs. So the question I've got to ask before you answer that for me is, <laughs> is it Lamar Jackson versus Patrick Mahomes? Who you got? Who's more exciting? Who's going to have a better season? Or well, should I say rest of season? Yeah, look, first of all, just want to say how I became to be a Mahomes fan. I jumped on at the right time. So I used to be a big Michael Vick fan, as you know. Used to follow the NFL quite closely. And then when Vic sort of faded away, I sort of lost a little bit of interest. I stopped playing fantasy and had a few years off, I guess. Then last season, I decided, all right, I'll come back. I'll play fantasy. I'll get involved. I'll get into it. So I drafted my team. I didn't draft Patrick Mahomes. I ended up draft, drafting two Chiefs players. I drafted Tyreek Hill, Kareem Hunt. Yep. And I also drafted Cam Newton and I liked Cam Newton. So I was like, oh, do I go for, do I go for the Panthers? I want to get back into the NFL. Do I go for the Panthers, Quinny? Or do I go for the Chiefs? And, and you even said, you're like, oh, well, the Chiefs, you know, they got a pretty, pretty young, talented quarterback. Like they'd be a, a fun team to follow. Like who knows how they're going to go this year. And I was like, oh, right, well, I got two of their players. I watched, I looked up some Holmes highlights and stuff from when he played in college. And I was like, oh, this guy looks like pretty good. I'll, I'll start going for the Chiefs. So now here I am, a Chiefs fan. I jumped on at the right time because he won MVP last year. But back to the question, Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes, this season, who's more exciting? I'd love to say Mahomes, but I think the more exciting player is Lamar Jackson right now. Like, Mahomes is the better quarterback. I don't think there's any question about that. He's obviously been injured. He's missed a few games this season. And Jackson has had a breakout year and he is an MVP candidate, a strong MVP candidate. He's actually... a a bold prediction I made is that he is going to win MVP this season. But I do think Patrick Holmes is the better quarterback. But man, Lamar Jackson, and last week against the Bengals, was he exciting or what? 223 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. He had a quarterback rating of 158.3. And he had that amazing rush that put the Bengals defense on skates where he, he ran in for a touchdown. So I think he's the more exciting quarterback. Pretty much every time he has the ball, you think he's going to do something outrageous. Whether it, it's going to work out for him or it's going to be a turnover, it's really just heart-pumping stuff. Yeah. I know, I thought, I was like, yeah, I feel like he's going to go Lamar Jackson as well. And I know, I'm sorry, I don't want to be boring, but I've done the same thing. I've picked Lamar Jackson as well. So I'm going to go for him as well this season. Like He's been amazing so far both in the NFL world and the fantasy world. He's currently pretty much the best fantasy quarterback you can get. Yeah, and look, point in time. I think it's probably a little bit hot takey because he's having like such a great season, especially like coming off that Bengals game. And we do forget like last season, Mahomes was a beast. Like, he was throwing no look passes, left, right and center. Like he was incredible. And obviously Lamar Jackson has his feet as his weapon as well. And he can really just get anywhere he wants to get. And he can just avoid that blitz. He can avoid defenders running at him. 
He was throwing out steps, putting people in whirlpools. He's, he's, he's exciting, and he's the MVP, leading MVP candidate, at least in my opinion. Obviously, you got Russell Wilson, your fantasy quarterback, right there with him. And you know, a lot of people would probably make the case for Wilson over Jackson. But right now, most exciting player in the NFL is Lamar Jackson, yeah. in my opinion. I'm just going to say, again, at the moment, he's on pace to get over 3,000 passing yards and also over 1,000 rushing yards. That's ridiculous from a quarterback. He could almost be in the top five in rushing yards at the end of the season, the way he's going. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, that- but the way he's running, he's got to have over 1,000 yards. He's on 800 pretty much currently, and he's still got half the season to go. So that's ridiculous. And like you said, he's had well, he's had 20 touchdowns combined, running and um, passing. And again, I agree, he's a highlight reel. He's pretty much a video game. Well, here's, here's a question for you. Who's a better rushing quarterback? Lamar Jackson right now or Michael Vick in his prime? Wow, that's tough. I mean, I think I Lamar Jackson's quicker. I think he's honestly, he is lightning fast. Vic was pretty quick though. Vic was quick and he was, he was very intelligent with his runs. The Whereas, was, yeah. But Lamar Jackson does have that pace to him. Yeah. Like he looks like a wide receiver when he's got the ball and he's running mm. in a straight line. Yeah, they had a cool little comparison on Instagram where they had a Vic mm. um, running play and a uh, Lamar Jackson running play. Really similar, super smooth. I feel like Lamar, I think, because he's a bit bigger as well, he's a bigger body than Vic was. And I know Vic obviously did it for a long time, but I think, like, I probably have to agree. I do like Vic as well, but I think just Lamar Jackson might just get over the line. But it's mm. tough. Like, that's a hard... That's hard. That's like... It depends... And also, you know Michael yeah. Vick was my boy. Like, I exactly. love Michael Vick. So, it depends also what season you're looking at. Vick, he had That's some right. big seasons too when he was rushing. Well, he does currently hold the record for the most rushing yards by a quarterback, which was over 1,000. So, Lamar Jackson's pretty much on pace to get that. But yeah, so Lamar versus Patrick Mahomes. I agree with Sizzle this time. I'm going for Lamar as well. So yeah, what's next? Here's another question though. If you're building a team right now, who would you rather more? I would I would say Mahomes. Yeah, I'm going to say Mahomes as well, just simply because yeah. he's the better QB overall, just based on the way he can throw. And yeah. just the way that he just runs out of the pocket. It looks like he's going to get tackled and just throws like a no-looker or just like a on one arm, just pegs it down the field and somehow makes something happen out of nothing. Yeah. Very Aaron Rodgers-like, and Mahomes is younger. So I think if I was going to start a franchise, I'd go with Patrick Mahomes. So you got two minutes left. You're down by six points. Are you going Mahomes or Jackson? I'm going. I'm going Mahomes if yeah. it's like fifty yards out. But I'm going for Lamar if it's like ten yards out. <laughs> yeah, I think so because you know he can just move with his legs. But honestly, I'd go with Mahomes. I agree. I agree. And let's let's stay on course with NFL but let's move to another quarterback and this quarterback hasn't played in the NFL for quite some time Colin Kaepernick now some news has come out it's been reported that he will have a workout and an invite was sent to all 32 NFL teams for a workout and interview interviews that will be distributed by video to teams afterwards he's going to work out this weekend I believe to potentially be picked up for maybe a return 
you know, towards the end of this year or next year. So my question to you is, will he return and where? Oh, that's tough. I feel... So, th- so this is what this is what Colin Kaepernick said on Twitter. He said, I'm getting word from my representatives that the NFL league office reached out to them about a workout in Atlanta on Saturday. I've been in shape and ready for this for three years. Can't wait to see the head coaches and GMs on Saturday. Right. So, so one, will he return? And two, where would he suit? Where would And, and would he be a starting quarterback or do you think he goes into a, a backup role? Yeah, so that's good. That's a good question. I don't, again, I don't know if he is going to return. I feel like it's probably maybe 50-50 the rest of this season. And I think it's a long time coming though. I feel like he does deserve to be back in the league. Uh, I think he arguably could be better than half the starting quarterbacks at the moment. And he's still only 32 years old, so he's still quite young. He's also a dual threat quarterback. In his one of his better seasons, 2014, he had over 3,000 passing, over 600 rushing, so he can he can get the ball down the field. I really think it's 50-50, and if he did come back, I could throw out a lot of teams, man. Like Pittsburgh Steelers could be one. Well, how about this? I'll, I'm going to throw some names. Oh, I'll throw at some you. at me. It might be a bit easier. I'm going to throw some names at you. And you've got to say whether you think right now Kaepernick would be a better starting quarterback. All right, so the first one here. We'll start really easy. Some really obvious ones. Lamar Jackson. Oh, you probably shouldn't start over him. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's an easy one. Another another easy one. Deshaun Watson. Yeah, he's not going to start over him. All right. Now let, let, let's get into it a bit more. Kyle Allen. I reckon he could. I think he could do what Kyle Allen's doing currently with um, Christian McCaffrey. I think he could step in and take over that role. But in saying that, Kylan's been playing really well. But I could see him there. Yep. I All reckon right. it's possible. Kirk Cousins. Not the way Kirk Cousins has been playing lately. A few, like early on the season, yes. But right now, I feel like he'd probably be his backup. Okay. Daniel Jones. I think he'd start over Jones easy. Yep. All right. Jared Goff. Yes, right now he'd start over Jared. Jared Goff has been very, very average this season. I don't know what's happened to him. But anyway. Baker Mayfield. Yes. I think Baker's been very disappointing this season, considering the weapons that he has on that team. I honestly think Colin could probably be have better value there for them. Derek Carr? <sighs> nah, not Derek. Derek Carr's also playing quite well. Okay. At and this point in time. Last one, Carson Wentz. Oh, man, that's tough. I think he could start over Carson Wentz. I don't think Carson Wentz has been that impressive this season. But that's just me. But there's so many more teams that you couldn't... Drew Brees. No way, <laughs> not Drew Brees. How dare you? But I think he could. What about you? What team do you reckon he could... Who do you think he could fill in for? Yeah, look, I mean, you said a few... There, I think Panthers potentially, uh, the Bengals obviously, um, Broncos, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, the Jaguars potentially. Um, if you don't want to go with Minshew next year, you know, assuming that Foles won't be the starter there next season. Uh, I mean, Titans maybe over Tannehill. Like, what about the Jets? 
yeah. over Sam Darnold. I mean, the thing you got to weigh up with someone like Sam Darnold. Yeah, that's the thing. And even like someone like Daniel Jones, right? Like, you know, they're young players that were drafted to be a starter in that team. So I think the situation where he comes in and potentially starts is over, you know, someone like a Derek Carr or, you know, someone like a Ryan Tannehill rather than you the know, younger guys, a young yeah, prospect yeah. Yep. than... But I think he could definitely start over some of them. I reckon. I honestly reckon half the te- half the league at yeah. the moment he could possibly be starting over them. But realistically, do you think he, he is going to be more of a backup quarterback? I think. I mean, you look at you look at someone like RG three, right? Like he's backing up Lamar Jackson right now. Yeah, I think he probably this season because it's still short. I reckon he'd come in and be a backup. Mm-hmm. And then maybe next season he might get a chance at a full season. Then he'd probably. Could I reckon he could possibly get a starting spot with someone? There's some terrible QBs out there this season. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, and the QB injuries this season has just been horrific. So many quarterbacks have gone down with season-ending injuries. So, I mean, throw him in there as a backup for the rest of the season, see what he can do. And yeah, I'd, I'd like to see him back in the league. I really would. I think he deserves it. And also, if he does come back in the league, what does he do? Does he still take you know, a stand? Does he still take a knee? I know obviously things have changed now. I believe they do the national anthem when the players aren't on the field anymore to sort of counter that. Or do you think he'll sort of just go about his business? And I think the smart thing to do would be just go about his business and probably not do it because that was the whole reason why he wasn't on a team in the first place. So I feel like he's just, if he does that again... He's just going to put himself in a bad place again. Mm. So I think that would be kind of wasting his talent. Because he's been out of the league for like three years because yeah. of that. And, so, you know. You know, he he's a was a great player. and went to a Super Bowl. Well, here's a question. I didn't bring up this player. But his former team, the 49ers, they're currently one of the best teams in football. Would you rather him over Garoppolo? That's a tough one too. I honestly think he would be... I'd probably have more faith in Colin Kaepernick because he's yeah. been to the playoffs before. He knows the system, He knows how to play. Jimmy G hasn't really played in the playoffs before and you saw against he's Seattle... He's got that Brady... That Brady mind. Yeah, I know, but you saw <laughs> you saw you saw against like the Seahawks. Ooh. He was rattled Some like in that last turnovers. quarter, that o- OT like he could have had more than I think he had, did he have two interceptions or one interception in that two. game? Two. Two. He could have had... There oh, was a few... He had a fumble as well. Yeah, there was a few plays where he almost got picked off in OT. I mm. can remember watching it. There was two sequences where he almost turned it over. I just don't think I'd back him. He doesn't make the right decisions against good teams. Yeah. So I'd say I'd probably take And obviously, Colin. we haven't seen Kaepernick for, you know, like you yeah. said, three Again, years. So it's he hasn't played in the league for a while. So you also got to take that into consideration. But I hope he gets back in the league. He was an awesome player to watch. And I think he's been pretty hard done by. I mean, you know, we won't get into all that. But it'd be great to see an athlete like himself back into the league. That's right. Yeah. What's next, Sizzle? All right. So we're going to move away from sport for a little while. Now, you and I have been... We love our video games. You know, we love a bit of 2K, a little bit of Madden here and there. But, you know, we've been talking about Call of Duty lately, the new games out, Modern Warfare... You've been urging me to get it. 
and you know you often tag me and things on social media about video games and stuff so it got us thinking about our favorite video games of all time so Kuni, good question your top five favorite video games of all time go my top five can i do top five then some honorable mentions at yeah the end? you can i'll, 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 I'll do the same originally the same. when i did this i didn't put them in like any order I kind of just chuck well, them down. Do you want to do an order or do you want to go no order? I'll just go no order. Okay, no particular I'll pick, order. I'll pick five, five of my all-time favorites. All right. Number one, 007 Goldeneye, the James Bond game. Oof. 1997, that game was amazing. <laughs> I remember playing that game, Nintendo 64, multiplayer, uh, slapping only, chops only, lasers only, grenade launchers only. That game was amazing. And based on IGN which is obviously one of the bigger gaming magazines and that review games, 9.7 out of 10 overall. That's big. So that game was awesome. All right, another one that I'm going to throw at you. Conker's Bad Fur Day. Oh, another one that I really, really love. Nintendo 64, Teddy Bears vs. Squirrels. That storyline was ridiculous. And there was that level where it was like the Matrix. That was amazing. You're literally like a squirrel running up walls in slow motion, shooting people with Uzis. That was classic. <laughs> and that, I did not know this. It was 9.9 out of 10 Whoa. based on IGN. Wow. So that'd be two of them. My third one, Modern Warfare 2. Oh yeah, that, great game. The original great 2009. Game. Me and you, I'd say both would have this game, I'd say on our lists. It might be on my list. Oh, well, sorry. I'm just, no. I'm just going to assume, but I could be wrong. So that's that was nine point five out of ten. Again, who can forget that game was amazing. That on that was the first game that I ever really got into online gaming. Those maps, those, those maps, maps were oh, epic, epic. And there were so many good levels that I loved. Nuketown, remember Nuketown? Oh, oh that was that was the be- that level. I die a lot, but I get a lot of kills too. So that's my th- three out of the five. Next two. The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt. This game came that. out a few years ago and Sizzle knew this. I was obsessed with this game. Like I was doing late night sessions, like playing this game. <laughs> I played it. I had probably went through all these different endings because the good thing about the game was like open world. They had all these your choices that you make impact the, the ending. Mm-hmm. So I did all these different choices. That was legit. That's a heaps good game. That was my fourth and my fifth. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Oh. That one, again, GTA. Amazing, Road amazing Street homies, game. like Carl Johnson. Again, 9.5 out of 10 based on IGN. Again, Grand Theft Auto was pretty much one of my favorite games that I ever played. And I spent a lot of time playing that game. So that were my five. And I had three honorable mentions. And because we're talking about games, I don't care. I'm just going to unleash them on you guys mm-hmm. in case you haven't played them. And I'll get Sizzle to hit me up with his. All right. Assassin's Creed 2. The second Assassin's Creed game, 9.2 out of 10. That game was legit. Based in Italy. Super cool. The Assassin's Creed games, I'm always, I like that kind of stealthy atmosphere, assassinating people, that kind of vibe. That was really cool. The Templars are in there. A bit of historical background. I love that kind of stuff. And again, my seventh one i did not see this coming either red dead redemption 2 which sizzle never got i got him a jb (laughs) hi-fi voucher and he just didn't use it to get it that was why i got it for him but he just didn't rate it my bad my bad and he's missing out ign guess what it was rated nine nine point eight 
10 out of 10 Whoa. on IGN. I was actually going to ask 10 you. Out of I 10. was going to say, what is the highest rated game? So based on IGN, what I saw from my research... Are there many was, 10 out of 10 games? I'm not sure, but the what I saw, Red Dead Redemption 2, 10 out of 10, which is wow. like out there. And finally, my last one, it was called The Evil Within. It was ah. the first game I ever played on Xbox One. It was like a survival thriller, so like zombies, killing monsters... Really cool. That was 8.7 out of 10 by IGN standards. So they were pretty much... I reckon I've probably missed some. They were like my all-time favorites. And then also, I forgot this one too, Star Wars Force Unleashed 1 and 2. Just, man, I was a Jedi. Like, I wanted to be a Jedi. I was using Force powers. You wanted to be I had a Sith a, though. <laughs> yeah, well, I had... The good thing about Force Unleashed is you're a Sith, um, you're a Sith Lord. So you're not so much so you get to use some of the sith powers but then obviously eventually you do the right thing and you become a jedi but just you know i had a lightsaber i could do force powers what more can i say yeah and like you said you're looking forward to fallen order the new game coming out in in like a week i think star wars fallen order i reckon i swear it's tomorrow it might even be this weekend yeah i swear it's tomorrow so we know what you're doing all weekend i'm gonna check i'm gonna fact check that release 15th of november so tomorrow yeah tomorrow so there that will probably be on the to-do list even i've got caught at the moment but you know the new modern warfare but yeah anyway I like that it. were my games hey, all great games and i'm gonna have a few crossovers because we like a lot of the same games so i'm just gonna jump straight yeah. into my top five no particular order so the first one and this is probably my favorite game of all time if i had to pick one this, right. would, this would be number one i think i have a feeling what it might be the legend of zelda oh. ocarina of time Man, that game changed my life. That was like the first first open world game. That was so ahead of its time. Like the temples were like puzzles. You were a kid to start off the game. An adult at the end. The final boss. Amazing. Like it, it was an amazing game. Link, he was awesome. Oceans of Time. Classic. Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Definitely one of my favorite games of all time. So, the second game I'm going to throw at you, Quinny, is Super Smash Bros. Ooh, the that's very, a good one. The very first one, though. So, it came out in 1999. That was awesome. You know, you could be all these different characters. Uh, you, you could be Link also. Uh, Yoshi, Mario, Luigi. Awesome Big. game. Big. Just one of those fun games you'd play with friends. There was like a campaign mode where you'd have to go through and beat every boss. And then you unlocked certain characters. But that game was awesome. I played the follow-up games. I think there was Super Smash Bros. Melee. And there was another one that came out as well. They weren't too bad. But the first game that came out in 1999 on Nintendo 64. Great console. Amazing. Amazing console. So my first two games come from Nintendo 64. So now I'm going to move forward a little bit with technology. And I'm going to go with two games that you also had in your top five and won't need to speak about them much, but that's Grand Theft Auto San Andreas as well. That game was epic. You know, let's be honest, we all wanted to be a gangster at one point in our our lives. (laughs) And we were gangsters in that game. So that one is definitely on the list. And then Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 on the list as well. Like you said, online, the maps were amazing. The campaign mode was awesome as well. I still haven't gotten the new Con- Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I know you've been telling me to get it. So maybe I'm going to have to take the plunge. You need to do it. So that's also on my list. Then my fifth one 
is going to be a game that you also played and put a lot of hours into is World of Warcraft. Oh. But but I'm going to go with the Burning Crusade expansion. So like OG um Illidan as the main boss. Oh I, man. I had my Blood Elf mage and you were a paladin. I was a Blood Elf paladin. I that, also that, had a warlock. I that game was else. awesome. I put in way too many hours into that oh, game. Man. In fact, I remember <laughs> I remember how I introduced you to that game was we went to a party when we were like 17 or something and we went back to my place and it was probably like 4 a.m. or something like that. Both had one too many drinks, a few too many drinks, I should say. And you were trying to go to sleep and I just fired up the computer and I started playing WoW at 4 a.m. in the morning and you were trying to go to sleep. And I was like, hey, Quinny, Quinny, check, check, it, check it out. I'm about to do this dungeon. <laughs> oh, it was ridiculous. But in saying that, it got me into, into the game. Also that South Park episode as well when they kind of, parried it it was that was good too but yeah oh man i had, I thought about world of warcraft but great game great game what about your honorable mentions did you have any honorable mentions i'm gonna go with halo the Ooh. first halo as halo well was i was never a big halo guy but i did appreciate i respected it i just didn't play it that much yeah that was one for me that i like the first one though i mean the second and third i never played past the third game but i really enjoyed that i, I, I quite enjoyed multiplayer as well not online, but I actually used to play with a friend of mine who lived up the road and used to sort of have like a LAN party. So you'd connect the two uh, Xboxes with an Ethernet cable and you could play on two different screens against each other. It was awesome. Epic. You could do capture the flag on that game. It was sick. So much fun. And then my other honorable mentions, I'm not going to name specific games. I'm just going to say like the, the franchise is NBA 2K, FIFA and Madden. I mean, I get them every year. They're always going to be a game that I play. Um, I wouldn't pinpoint one. I mean, my favorite 2K game was probably 2K9. Ooh, that was good. Which had Kevin Garnett on the front cover, I think. I really enjoyed that. You want to fact check I'll that fact for check me? That for I'm pretty you. sure it had Kevin Garnett on the front cover in like pounding his chest. Is that yes, right? Yes. The Celtic Green. Yeah, the Celtic Green. That game was awesome. That was probably my favorite 2K game out eight, of all of them. Eight out of 10 on IGN. Not bad. There you go. I mean, it's no 10 out of 10. But uh, yeah, they're going to be my honorable mentions. Obviously, there's so many games I have enjoyed over the years. I really liked a game called Fable, Fable 2. That was really cool. Very similar Ooh, to The Witcher. You yeah, could sort of like yeah, that was good. choose your own path. Um, you know, whether you did good deeds or bad deeds, you'd sort of go evil or you'd go, you know, good. You could be like a, a warrior or you could, you know, use magic or that type of yeah, stuff. Yeah, you could. It's like you had a talent tree that you could yes, yes, decide yes. what you wanted to be. Yeah, that's cool. So, Dungeons and Dragons stuff. Loved oh, it. Yeah. So that's that's my game. Uh, that's good, man. World of Warcraft. That was so good. That I was a that good game. game. Yeah, I didn't care. For Guilty it pleasure. It was Guilty awesome. pleasure. I was, I was obsessed with that game for a long time. And they have brought out the um, World of Warcraft Classic. I thought you were going to get it. I swear last time we spoke about this, she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to get it. Guarantee I'll get it. I'm going to get it. Classic. Look, I, I was very tempted, but you know, I thought I thought I probably sh- I should probably have a life and uh, yeah, you know. It's very time-consuming. That's your only problem. It does take a lot of time. Like, you're not going on there and playing for half an hour. No. Like, you jump into one of those dungeons, you're there for three hours, you know? like It used to take three hours. It's a a slog. It's a slog. You know, you just got to want it. Yeah. Be in it to win it. Anyway, Quinny, let's move on. That's enough video game talk. Let's talk about some bold predictions. And first of all, let's review a bold prediction I made last week. And that was the Illawarra Hawks to win their first road game against the Cairns Taipans. A bold prediction that came true. The Hawks won 101-91. to Lamello Ball 
with 24 points, nine assists, seven rebounds. And Sunday Deck came up with 21 points, five rebounds and five assists. Who would have thought? Big. So we made a bet as well for that ball prediction was you were not happy with how the Hawks were playing and you refused to go to home games because they were going so badly. Mm -hmm. They won this away game and now you have to come to the next home game. So I will see you there. I'll be there. I actually think it might be against Cairns again. So a very winnable game. Surely back-to-back wins. Is it it this weekend? It's not this weekend. So the Hawks play the Kings, which is going to be very brutal in Sydney. Um, on Sunday afternoon, I believe, at uh, 3 p.m. So that's going to be a pretty tough game. But then they play the can, uh, they play the tight ends on Monday, the 25th at 7.30. So I'll see you there. I will be there. Like I said, I'm a man of my word. I'll be there. So that was a bold prediction that came through. Yeah, you got that one right. For me. But let's talk some predictions this week. What have you got for me, Quinny? All right. So I was speaking of Sizzle before. I really did struggle this week to try and think of some good ones. So I've gone with some that are achievable and I'm backing myself in again this week. I know I'm down 2-1 now, but I've decided that I'm going to try and do predictions on a more week-by-week basis. So my first question, are the New Orleans Saints to bounce back this week and beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers by more than 14 points? More than 14. So that's two touchdowns for those that don't know anything about NFL. Well... I mean, ju- judging the way off the way they played last week against the Falcons, I don't think they're going to get it done. I mean, they'll win. I think they will win, but and they should. I mean, they should. Fourteen points against the Buccaneers should be easy. That being said, the Buccaneers put up points. Like you know, they've got that wide receiver threat, Mike Evans, your boy Chris Godwin. He's been average the last few weeks. I need a big game from him. So I'm gonna go. No, I don't think so. Ooh, I'm, gonna, like I'm gonna say it's gonna. Be, I think your Saints will win the game, but I think it'll be a closer game than some people may think. I hope it's high scoring though, because I want it to be like a battle of the QBs, just throwing TDs, receivers getting yards. As long as Breeze is throwing, as long as Breeze, he doesn't throw picks, man. <laughs> very unlikely. Very unlikely he does. Anyway, do you want to give me one? We'll go one for one this time. All right. So my bold prediction this week is. I win our matchup in fantasy football. We play each other this week in fantasy. I'm coming off a win. You're coming off a loss. Yeah, brutal. So you obviously need a win. I need a win as well because I'm, you know, not doing very well. I'm down the bottom of the ladder. I'm, you know, still fighting to be in playoff contention. So I'm really hoping that I get a win this week. And my bold prediction is I do. I think, well, I'm hoping Breeze, who's your quarterback, does throw a few picks and doesn't have a great game. But I think this is the week I've got Josh Jacobs in my team. I think he's going to feast this week. He had a great game last week and I think he's going to come back and I think he's due for a few touchdowns there. And I think it's time for OBJ to score a touchdown. I traded for him a couple of weeks back, traded David Johnson, which worked out for me because last week David Johnson had an off game. But it's time for OBJ to score a touchdown. I think it comes this week against you, Quinny. So I'm, uh, that's that's two bold predictions. That's two, I beat you in fantasy football and Odell Beckham scores a touchdown. Okay, well, what happens if it, none of them happen? If you don't beat me and he doesn't get a touchdown? Well, that, that'd be 0 for 2. But then if I, I can still go 1 for 2 or I can go for 2 for 2. So there's two predictions in there. Mm. Or you could just buy me dinner again like you did last time we had a matchup <laughs> and I won and well, you bought me dinner. Well, all right, let's put that on the line as well. I like it. Let's put dinner on the line. Right. That's what I was referring to. That is on the line. So, 
I'm going to say that's not going to happen because my bold prediction was the opposite. Maybe on Belcale to win this week against Devante's Inferno in fantasy. You know, Sizzle's been a scrub most of the season. You know, he's, he's picked up this big team. He keeps talking to me about it. He hasn't got many wins. My team's due. We seem to always have bad games when we have a good game. But honestly, this week I need a big game for my boys. I need them to pull through. I need Breezy. I need Breezy's walks to come back. Air Breezy, throw me some TDs, please. I need Nick Chubb to dominate. I need Le'Veon Bell to stop being filth and step up for me. And my get me more is, than 12 points, etc. My, my question is... But I, I'm excited. I'm actually looking forward to this matchup. And it should be a good matchup, I hope. And we'll see who wins at the end of the day. My question is, Queen, are you slightly worried? Because it doesn't look like Kittle's going to play. Who's your tight end? Le'Veon Bell's questionable. He'll play. And Nick Chubb, while he is a dominating force... Kareem Hunt's back, and he looked pretty good last week. So, you, does that worry you at all? Not really. So, yeah, Kittle kind of is a bit of a buzzkill, but I picked up Jared Cook last week, which was good by me. He had over 70 receiving yards last week off Breeze. So, if he ended up getting... He got 7.7 points, which doesn't sound great on paper, but if he just got one touchdown, he would have been over 13, 14 points for me, and that's what you want from a tight end. So, I feel like the loss of Kittle does hurt a bit, and also no Carson, no Wilson this week. But in saying that, I'm backing my team in. i got Jared Cook, steps up for me. Breezy's stepping up. And Nick Chubb, he's been a stud all year. I know Kareem Hunt played well. You know, he got a few catches. I feel like Chubb's still got bulk carries. And it should be a good two-man punch. And then fingers crossed Kareem Hunt doesn't do much. And Chubb goes off for 20-odd points like he did for me a few weeks ago when he had three touchdowns in a game. So I'm hoping... So it should be a good matchup, and I'm backing myself in. Well, we'll soon see. We'll report back next week. Now, do you yeah. have any other bold predictions? Because I'm out. I only had the two. I only had two as well. That's my two. We had our second. Our predictions were pretty similar. I had the Saints one and our fantasy one. So yeah, all right. Well, done. we'll soon see. Kicks off tomorrow. The Browns play tomorrow. Chubb. So I need Chubb to dominate and OBJ to be what he's been doing all season, which is nothing. <laughs> we'll soon see. I think he's going to find the end zone tomorrow. <laughs> no, nah, he's not. Jarvis Landry, get some touchdowns. Chubb, get them. Thank you very much. All right, let's move on to the segment that we do each week here called Quick Questions. We take it in turns. Quinny asked me some quick questions last week. So I'm going to ask you some quick questions this week. I'm excited. Now, as we talked about video games earlier in this episode, I'm going to keep that theme going. So this is going to be a video game edition of Quick Questions. I like it. Are you ready? I'm so ready for this. All right, let's jump straight in. Let's do it. 2K or Madden? 2K. Okay. Xbox or PS4? I know the answer to this. Xbox. All right. Mario Kart or Crash Bandicoot? Mario Kart. Okay. Favorite video game character of all time? Oh, jeez. That's a, that's a great... That's a great question. I'm going with my boy. Force Unleashed 1 and 2. Star Killer. Ooh, okay, nice. Only simply the fact that I had lightsabers, I had force powers, and he's a badass. So, he's a Sith Lord slash Jedi. I'm taking that. All That's right. tough, though. Oh, there's so many. Carl Johnson from San Andreas, CJ. Oh, man. But nah, I'm sticking to my guns. Starkiller. All right. And the next question for you is, toughest boss? Or like, or... It could be a boss or it could be like a, a level or like... Wow. 
that's oh man, that's so that's a good question. I'm trying to think. Oh, what's one of the hardest bosses I've ever? Oh, uh, the Evil Within, crazy psychological horror game. You know, crap's jumping out of me. One level, I think it's level seven from memory. You pretty much have to fight this like spider lady, like this spider creature, and she just like dominates you if she touches it. She runs around, tries to grab you. And the only thing you can do to beat her is hit her with fire. So you have to hit her pretty much with fire arrows or take her into traps and light her on fire. And it's brutal. I, I think I died probably 10 times before I could finish it. Because it's literally just running around in a circle in a circle map trying to outrun this crazy spider creature that's just like jumping out at you. So that was probably the toughest one I've ever had. I like it. But that's a big... That's, that's tough. There's All some right. hard bosses out there. <clears throat> there is. There but is. I'd say they're within... Especially at night time when I'm playing it, the lights are off, I'm rattled, stuff's jumping out at me, I'm really scared trying to kill this thing. So, yeah. All right, cool. Next question. Last question as well. Yep. So, if you could bring back any game from the past for a new edition or like a, a next installment or like, you know, the second of second game, third game, whatever, which game would you bring back? This is easy. And why? 007 Goldeneye. James Bond. Reason being, it was pretty much my favorite game I played when I was a, as a child. So, it was such a like it was, it was like so good at the time. So I, which, want, I want me some PP seven firing. I want me some lasers, man. Which 007 game would it be? Do, 007 Goldeneye, the very first. Oh, so just the, remake the, it. the remake 007 okay. Goldeneye straight up remix it back. Give me the new graphics. Give me the new weapons, like epic. Legit. All right. and, and I mean, I would I would do the same down. with Legend of Zelda. I'd just give me a, a Legend of Zelda. Well, I mean, I know they've done it, like previously they've done it on the Switch and whatnot. Mm. But I want Ocarina of Time. I want Goldeneye, man. I want Goldeneye. I want to start the first level in the toilet. You jump down, shoot the guy in the head. I oh, want that's that. right. And then the end of the first level, you got to jump off. You the, jump uh, off the dam. You the jump. Dam, you go, that's right. Yeah, you go bungee jumping at the end. Man, that game Epic. was good. That game was so good. That game was good. Give me some odd job, man. Chopping jaws, a big tall guy. I love it. Man, get me 007, God no. All right, Quinny, you survived. Quick questions is done. Woo! Oh, man, that was tough, but I, I think I did. I think I did all right. Well done, I'm well ready. done. Thanks. Woo! All right. So, <coughs> last week, for those that tuned in, you noticed we had a fan question. So, a new segment that we put together. Shout out to Michael Murphy for our first one. We had to comment about Samuel Fidley's... Organic slash natural <laughs> deodorant that he was using the other week. Like like I said, glass cleaner, spraying it. So we, we spoke about that. So this was quite exciting. We've got an email at the Quinlay show at gmail.com. And this was our listener question. And I'm going to get Sizzle to answer this first and then I'll go. So what is each of your cult classic favorite movies? These are the ones that are generally regarded as not very good and may have a low rating on IMDb or Ron Tomatoes. But to you, it's the best. So we've got an example from our viewer. Some favourites in our house growing up were the, the Coonies, Return of Oz and Labyrinth. So they were classic. So what the question is for you, Sizzle, is what are some cult classic favourite movies that you have and why did you like them so much and why are they considered classic movies or cult classics? All right, so I mean, I'm not going to go with my favorite movie of all time or anything, but I'm going to go with movies I really enjoyed that have like not great ratings. 
but you know everyone knows about it you know you, you ask one someone about this movie and most people have seen it so the first one i'm going to go with is now this has a terrible rating on imbd it's 5.4 out of 10 Ouch, terrible that is terrible and it's very different to some of the more recent movies of its kind so i'm going to go with batman forever oh. <laughs> i loved this movie i don't know why oh, i loved it man. so <laughs> <laughs> that movie bro you gotta watch the honest trailer that's hilarious you know why i loved it jim carrey as the riddler oh. he was epic yeah. i love jim carrey as the riddler that i mean good. jim i love jim carrey just yeah. in general he's great <laughs> that's he's great hilarious movie. that's hilarious I tommy love lee it. jones as two-face yeah give me that that's good i like that yeah i mean you watch it back now and it is oh, very it, it, <laughs> it's 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 not a great film but I loved it. I still do like it today. If it's on, I'm going to watch it. And you know that movie goes for over two hours? Brutal, but it's a good two hours. Like, it's action-packed. Like, you get a few laughs from Jim Carrey. I agree. That's a good movie. It wasn't great, but, you know, I could watch... If it's on TV, I'm going to probably watch it. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've already watched that, so you don't need to watch that again. But, uh, yeah, that was uh, one of my movies that nice. I uh, quite enjoyed. I like it. Uh, another one here... Now, I used to love this movie. I used to watch it all the time. And I'm a basketball fan. You know, played basketball for years growing up. Blue Chips. Blue Chips? That's 6.2 out of 10 on IMBD. Mm. It's about a, a, a college basketball coach who breaks the rules um, for his team to stay competitive. Um, you know, with all sorts of things, fixing games, whatnot. Shaquille O'Neal's in it. Penny Hardaway's in it. It is an awesome movie. You got to watch it. Blue Chips is the one. I'm sure oh, the, the real ones, the real basketball fans out there know know what I'm talking about. Blue Chips. So, Quinny, you got to watch that between now and next week. I honestly have never seen that film before. I think I've heard about it, but I've definitely never seen it. So that Shaq's in it, man. Come on. Well, you got to love those cameos. So, part of the question was that the challenge was if we haven't seen the movie, that we'll have to watch it. So, I'll have a watch of it. And then we can have a chat about it next week. I'll just find it on YouTube or something, surely. Yeah, it's old school movie, man. It came out a long time ago. so I like it. I'll look into it. That's good. All right. What do you got? All right. So I picked two of probably my favorite cult classics. <laughs> so first one, I'm not sure if Silver Sinners. I'm assuming he has. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, of 1990 film. Love the Ninja Turtles, man. I remember watching it. The VCR, the tape, all the time. Like, constantly, it was just on repeat. Rewind, play. It was actually quite successful, though, but the reviews weren't good. So, again, 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb. But $13 million budget, and it grossed over $202 million. Whoa. And it also had two sequels to follow, but it was 40% on Rotten Apples. Oh, sorry, Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Rotten, Rotten Apples. apples. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. It's raw, you know. We make mistakes. That's, a, that's Rotten right. Tomatoes. We don't edit this podcast. And in saying that, who can forget Cowabunga? <laughs> Cowabunga! <laughs> like they, I would watch that nonstop. They loved pizza. Leonardo, they just, yeah, they love pizza, skateboarding, dancing. Who's your favorite turtle? Michelangelo, yeah, man. It's, it's got to be Mikey. Clown. It's got to be Mikey for sure. Yeah, Leonardo, Raphael. Donatello. When I was younger, I liked Leo because he had the, the yeah. swords. I think yeah. he was like kind of like the badass. And, yeah, he was. But Mikey was just a legend. Like Raphael was more so the head case though, the yeah. red one. But no, nah, Leo was cool. But Donatello. Yeah, no one was really, just smart. Yeah, he had the stick. Like, come yeah. on. 
Come on, like Master Splinter. <laughs> you know, the rest of them were out there were like wielding like proper weapons, and this guy, this guy's got a stick. Yeah. Like, come Mate, on, he was dominating with that stick. Right, I could watch that, and they had like the actors dressed up in the costume. So good, those suits. They're like dancing around the suits. It was, it was classic. Wasn't obviously well received, but man, you know, it made quite, uh, you know, quite a lot of money for me. <laughs> <laughs> In my heart of hearts. Anyway, you made money off it? Yeah, I wish. No, nah, I'm joking. It made a lot of money was what I was trying to say. All right. So I've seen that, so I don't need to watch that. Good. And again. okay, the last one. I might do because I really liked it. The last one, obviously, The Mighty Ducks. Oh, man. Which, which one though? The first one. The okay. very first yeah, one, yeah, yeah, 1992. Yeah, yeah. It's it's apparently called Champions now. It's not called Mighty oh, really? Ducks. really? They did a rebrand. Yep. Again, 6.5 out of 10. I love this film. It's pretty much the only hockey I ever really watch. And I got into it heaps because, you know, you can't beat the Flying V, man. The quack, flying V. Quack, yeah. quack, 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 quack. <laughs> Flying V. Like the Flying V, man. Unstoppable. The most <laughs> unstoppable move in hockey history. They won the championship. And who can forget the best goalie of all time? Goldberg. <laughs> Goldberg, so, man. Goldberg, used man. Lo- used to love a cheeseburger. Yeah. And then, again, 23% on Rotten Tomatoes. $10 million oh, budget, Rotten Tomatoes, and it grossed over $50 million. And again, it had two sequels as well. So there's three of these movies. So if The Mighty Ducks is on, I'm watching it. Flying V, Coach Bombay, <laughs> give me that. So am I. That's another great film. And I've seen it, you know, I've seen that multiple times. So I don't need to watch it again, but I might just throw it on. Do it. Anyway, but that was my one. So thanks for that question. Shout out to Chris Stringer. Yeah, again. shout out to Chris. Um, you know what? I just realized we last week had that new section where we gave someone a shout out of the week. I completely forgot about that. But do you have a shout out for the week this week? So yeah, my shout out was going to be shout to Chris Stringer for sending that fan question. I really appreciate I'm it. I'm going to shout out Chris as well. <laughs> Easy. So anyone out there who wants to send us a question, please do email us at quinlayshow at gmail.com or just, you know, if you see us in the street, just... Holler. Holler at us. Get at us on the gram. I'm at Samuel Finlay. You are squin 38 There you go. But yeah, thanks for that question, Chris. It's a good question too. Real good question. And I'll have to watch the blue chips. That's my job. Yeah, another show you need to watch, and we didn't get to talk to it. We're out of time today, but I just started watching The Watchmen. Great mm. show. So highly That's recommend novel, that. Man. Okay. And another show that I know you haven't watched is Euphoria. Yes, I'm not even going to, you know. Just give me your Fox Cell details, man. I'll, I'll you know what? Fox I actually Cell. will. I yeah, actually you will. should send me right, the details I'll, I'll and I can watch the pilot of uh, yep, Euphoria All right, done. and then the Watchmen one. All right. Sure. Done. Lock, Lock it, it in. in. Well, that's been another episode. We made it. Done. We made episode it to the three. episode. It's raw. We did it. Well, we'll be seeing you next week. Well, we won't be seeing you. We'll be talking to you. Peace out. Peace out.